October 2nd, 2011, the First Church and Parish in Dedham. Days of Atonement, Days of Awe, the Reverend Raleigh Weaver. Today is the last day of Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, and next Friday or Saturday is Yom Kippur, the Fasting Day of Atonement. These ten days, starting at Rosh Hashanah and ending with Yom Kippur, are known as the Days of Awe. The Jewish New Year offers an opportunity to disconnect from old routines and begin again, free of the baggage of the old. I like the idea of having a fresh start as school and church and work gear up again after summer, as we plant bulbs that will come up next year and harvest the crops we planted last summer, to renew our spirits and at the same time a sense of hope and awe that may be lost in the headlong rush into the work-weary season. On Yom Kippur, the story of Jonah is often read. I love this this story because I see it as a perfect metaphor for the human condition, and I think it bears repeating at this busy time of year. The short version is this. God tells Jonah to go to Nineveh and explain to the people that unless they repent their evil ways, he is going to destroy them. Well, it probably goes without saying that Jonah has no intention of bringing such bad news to anyone, and so he gets on a boat and heads in the opposite direction of Nineveh toward what we know as Spain. This is how I like to deal with my problems. I like to run as far away from them as possible. Like Jonah, I pretend there is an easy way out. I get defensive and change the subject. I make excuses, I run away. But what happens to old Jonah? A storm starts up and the entire boat is in jeopardy of being flipped over and so the sailors on the ship cast lots and figure out it is Jonah's fault. Jonah then finally admits his error and suggests to them that if they throw him overboard, the storm will stop. The sailors, sympathetic to his plight, try to dump as much cargo as they can before finally, in desperation, throwing Jonah overboard. Immediately, the sea calms down, and the sailors offer thanks to God. There are times when it takes an equally dramatic scene full of drama with other people for me to realize my errors and, like Jonah, to jump in and atone for my actions. Of course, you know the rest of the story. Jonah gets swallowed by a whale that carries him all the way back and deposits him on the shores of Nineveh, where he finally does what God asked him to do in the first place. How many times have our own misdeeds taken us on detours only to find ourselves back where we started? It is natural to want to defend our hearts and minds from the errors of mistakes. We reroute our lives, we create walls, we put oceans between us to justify our behavior. Short of being swallowed up by a whale and put back on the right track, it's sometimes difficult to imagine a fresh start. And this is why ritual reminders of the importance of cleaning our slate and starting fresh are vitally important gifts to our psyche and have the power to lighten our load and create again in us a sense of awe. 
The days of awe in the Jewish calendar ritually offer such a gift through prayer and the blowing of the shofar and gathering with family and friends. I believe that there are times for each of us when we fall short of our intentions and we get weighed down by our errors and it is vitally important to have some way to renew a right relationship to our spirits. There are countless forms of atonement. If I overeat and do not exercise, I atone for my sins through diet and exercise. If I return an overdue library book, I pay a fine in atonement for keeping that book off the shelves from others. If I don't balance my checkbook, I atone for my errors in accounting by paying overdraft fees. Meeting the natural consequences for our actions helps us to return to right relationship. But there are times when there are no natural consequences for our actions, and it is difficult to find a way to make right our wrongs. For example, last March I double-booked myself and went on vacation when a friend had planned to visit me. I didn't realize I'd done this until months afterwards, and my disappointed friend is so hurt by my actions that she will no longer talk to me. I have erred, and there is no easy way to make it right. Apologizing is not enough, and it seems right now that there is no way to right the wrong I have done her. What the Days of Awe and Days of Atonement teach us is that in a situation such as this, where the wrongs cannot be righted, the only thing we can do is get right with ourselves. This type of atonement requires turning the lens of our critical judgment not on what we can do to get right with others, but more importantly, on what we can do to correct the error within ourselves that created the problem to begin with. When I separate my error from the guilt I feel about letting down my friend, I can see that I have a repeated problem prioritizing my time and keeping an accurate calendar. When I am stressed, I often double book myself and drop appointments. To atone for my errors when I cannot make right my relationship with my friend requires me to look critically at scheduling issues in my life and begin taking the steps to correct them. I know from experience that if I don't do this, the problem will rear its head again and again, and I will find myself in the same boat over and over Jonah's return to Nineveh may have been spurned by how to save the sailors, but it was by getting on the right path and doing the right thing that he was able to atone for turning, from turning away from God to begin with. There are things that we can never make right, yet the awesome story of atonement is our ability to strive toward reconciliation always. There is a custom during Rosh Hashanah, where bread mixed with bird seed is thrown into the ocean to feed the fish as a symbolic gesture of casting away sin, and apples dipped in honey are eaten as a reminder that life is sweet. These ritual liberations from our errors give us a chance to let go and start anew, even when reconciliation is impossible. And so I encourage us all this Yom Kippur to really look at our lives and where we have erred, paying attention to where our promises haven't been kept and where our own denials and egos 
have rerouted us in a different direction. Let us strive to atone for our actions and enter into the next chapter of our lives with forgiveness, and in so doing make paths smooth again for the new year ahead.